You're listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 79 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Father Roderick. And we are here on a weekly basics to talk about our pursuit of a more balanced and healthy lifestyle. And of course, we encourage everyone out there in the community to join along with us and to share your journey. Today, Father Roderick, I'm excited to say that we have lots of feedback of other people sharing their journeys. Oh, I love that. So I don't have to talk today. That's great. Exactly. We're just going to sit back and let everybody else do all the work. I was just about to explain to our listeners or remind them that a pursuit of a balanced lifestyle does not not necessarily mean accomplishments in living <laughs> that balanced lifestyle. <laughs> if, 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 I'm so glad that it does because, uh, you know, if, if, if it were the accomplishment, I don't think I'd ever have anything to say because... We have a show once a year. <laughs> exactly. There's a couple, couple days out of the year I feel really good about all my accomplishments. <laughs> the rest I feel somewhat decent about my pursuit anyway <laughs> right exactly well, that's it's it's about the journey not just about the the accomplishment and and we we just like many of you our listeners we are on this journey we're striving towards a better lifestyle but it, it's it's never something that you reach and then you're done with it it is always something that you need to conquer you need to reconquer it you need to fight for it and you can basically never let go and that's why we do this show. It's to actually help you and motivate you, hopefully, as well as having you and your feedback motivate us, because this is for us uh, our weekly moment of accountability. We might not always like it, but it definitely has helped me uh, in the in the past few months uh, or perhaps even years that we're we've been doing this show. Actually, I don't remember. This is seventy nine already. Yeah, seventy nine. So incredible. It, it it is. We've been doing this for a while. Well, uh, and of course, even before this show ever started, uh, you were doing your uh, health and holiness podcast and I was doing my Pursuing a Balanced Life episode. So in a yep. way, you and I have been encouraging one another through our respective uh, journeys for many years. Indeed. And we're still not rich and famous. So send your <laughs> donations right now. <laughs> yes, indeed. Hey, so I hear this is a sleepy week for you. What's going on? Well... Let me finish my yogurt. I always have to eat something before I do this podcast because for me, it's like dinner time. And I'm, I'm afraid that if I don't eat something, you hear all the rumbling of my stomach. And so, but I don't want to, you know, snack or anything. So I try to do the healthy thing with a bit of uh, lean yogurt and, and a banana. And that usually is enough to keep me going for another hour. But uh, yeah, it's been a very sleepy week. Uh, and, and last week was kind of the same. And it's my own fault. I came back from the US and I had a hard time uh, getting back into the rhythm uh, of, of what I usually do, kind of waking up early, going to bed at a reasonable hour. The first few days that I was back, I stayed up very late uh, watching all sorts of TV series. Now, it didn't help that the fall season has started with all those very, very cool new TV shows that I want to watch, uh, including The Biggest Loser that I need to catch up with. And uh and so I went to bed at two o'clock in the morning and you know how it is if you travel and, and you're in a different time zone, you know, there's always the temptation if you feel wide awake to not go to bed. And I know that the sensible thing to do is to go to sleep. And even if you can't sleep, just, you know, just be in bed and, and rest and then ultimately you'll get back into the rhythm. And I made a mistake of not doing that and I'm still suffering the consequences 
still have this kind of weird uh, rhythm where I, I go to bed way too late, but then I, I still need to get up every morning to do, to go to work, to do my TV show and everything. And so for the last week, I've not slept more than five to six hours every night and it's starting to really affect me. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm especially today. I, I'm just, uh, you know, in the past, in, in, in previous years, um, I always would get very cranky and things would go, start to go wrong. And, I'm actually pretty happy that it doesn't happen anymore. At least not that I'm aware of. Perhaps other people think I'm extremely cranky, but... Uh, I was going to mention that to you later after we got off the... No. <laughs> oh, well, stop! I hate that when you say that. No, really, come on. I'm never cranky. <laughs> Just wanna say, I want to mention it here in front of everyone. If there's one person who's cranky all the time, it's you, not me. No, hold on. <laughs> if you guys could only hear the pre-shows, man, would I put up with... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm putting up my poker face here during this. Show. Uh, actually, I'm really, uh, I've, but I think it's it's the fruit of probably more balance in my life. I'm I don't have that much stress anymore in my life. I'm mm-hmm. I'm feeling relaxed. I feel good about the stuff that I do. I like my work, and I I'm not burdened by too many things at once. If if I wake up in the morning with a pit in my stomach, and I was like, oh, I can't believe all the stuff that I have to do today. I now know that if I feel that I'm doing too much and I need to cut back on things. And so I've been getting good, well, or better at least at saying no to a lot of proposals. And it, it definitely shows now that I'm kind of tired and I don't have much, much energy. At least I don't get cranky or angry or start, you know, destroying things. Yeah. Uh, but instead it, it's still, I can notice that if, if, if it's like an entire week with so little sleep, I just don't find energy to uh, to do anything, and so I've, I gotta pump myself up to do a podcast. Now, this podcast is kind of always very nice to do, and even when I'm tired, I still look forward to to do it because it gives me energy. There are also other shows that I do that require a lot of preparation, and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I have to drink so much coffee to even have the strength to switch on the the microphone and the and the recorder. So. Uh, yeah, it, it's time for me to uh, to become sensible again and uh, and sleep a, a little bit more and try to get eight hours of sleep because it's yeah, uh, yeah. it's affecting everything. Well, I, I certainly know what you mean by that. Um, I, I, of course, I've been doing really well in the area of of uh, getting enough sleep and 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 kind of taking things easy. Of course, I have I haven't just got back from a whirlwind, uh, you know, cross continent tour. Uh, but, uh, so, so it's a little bit easier for me to, to maintain a routine. But one of the things that I have, have certainly experienced is, is the fact that I have a lot less stress in my life over these past couple of weeks. And it has a lot to do with what I talked about last week with just, you know, just not feeling an overwhelming sense of guilt that I need to perform so much all the time and yeah. that, and that I can relax and I can just sit back and enjoy the journey and live in the moment. These are all things that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so I have been doing that, but I will tell you that, and, and here I'm about ready to share, I, I want to share two things in this episode. Uh, and, and almost to the point where it's like, there, there's like, oh my goodness, what if, what if I share this? Is Father Roderick still going to want to do this show with me? I'm uh, quitting right now. What? No, seriously. <laughs> there, there are two things. One <laughs> is that first and foremost, last week after we got off, uh, recording the show, I had th- finished out my day of recording. And I did go to the Y and I worked out at the gym that night. Cool. I did. It, so, so it inspired me. It definitely had that, that accountability. The thing is, though, I haven't worked out once since last week. 
<laughs> since last Thursday night. Okay, here's a story that I feel now comfortable sharing with you. I also went to the gym that very same night and the very same day. I felt very uh, supported by the fact that you were also working out. And so I, I took the, the uh, promised picture of my green shoes and uh, posted that and felt good about myself. And ever since, I've not been back to the gym. Well, let's see, then we're in the same boat then. <laughs> and, and, and I want to tell you something. And, and, and I hope this comes out right, but I don't feel guilty about it. I, I, I really don't. I don't feel like I've let myself down. I don't feel like I'm letting you down. And, and, and I don't feel like I'm letting other people down for, for whatever reason. It's, it's not because my priorities are out of whack right. that, I'm not, that I've not gone since last Thursday. But in a way, it just seems like right now there's other things that I'm focused on. Yeah. Well, that, and it's, I think the difference is that indeed it, you have, it's part of the, you, it's a deliberate it's part of the deliberate pr process. I mean, it's not that you're just neglecting it or, you know, you're just trying to escape from it or uh, 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 making the wrong choices. No, you're making the right choices. You're just making them in a different area right now. And that that is a totally different um, situation, I think, than if you were like, oh, working out, oh, I'd rather eat this bag of chips and I'll read this. I'll, I'll just eat this second one as well. I mean, that would be a, a much more uh tricky situation to be in yeah and and yeah that and that's where i think i that's where i i think i'm free from the skills because i'm not making you know obviously i see i see the value of working out and and you know the 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 very legalistic person in front of me wants to say that i should be working out every single day of the week or or a minimum of three to five days every week a minimum of one hour each of those days. That is what is required for me to stay physically on top of things, to mentally, physically, you know, for me to do this and this, you know, you know, for me to equal balance means that I must do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And and you know what? And and I I still believe in the value of all those things, and I still want to actually get back into a good solid routine where it is habitual, and it's almost it's it's almost more difficult for me to to actually get out of the routine than it is to break into the routine i, I want to get back to that place but i just don't feel guilty about the fact that that's not happened this past week you know this past week i've done a lot of great things i've done a lot of things that are valuable i've you know i've not done the intentional physical activity that i would have liked to have done but i haven't gone so overboard in other areas where i think it's going you know that i'm doing any permanent damage to who i am and 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 myself moving forward makes sense yeah makes sense so so that's one thing so so actually i'm 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 excited to hear that it's it's not just me that that i wasn't the only one that only worked out one day the last 7 days and it was happens to be the day that i said i was going to i still feel good about that one workout that i had though yeah i, I still have i i i was like I got to do this again. I, I didn't find the energy because I was so tired, but it was a good experience in itself. And it's not like, a, oh, I'm never going back with my green shoes to that gym. No, actually, I was like, I can't wait to find the energy to do that again. So I'm not worried too much either. That's awesome. Well, and before I before I mention the second thing that has been that's been on my mind. Not, and again, it's not that I'm like overly worried about it, but Craig brings it up. You brought it up before we hit the record button. And uh, so I'm going to I'm going to play Craig's voice feedback because he's got a question for us. OK. Oh, Cliff and Father Rocker. Is that? Oh, that's at your end, isn't it? 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, there's a oh. big loud motorbike passing by. <laughs> I was like, is that my recording? Okay. No, actually, it it uh, my 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 noise gate is uh, too too sensitive. It was, it was too loud even for my noise gate. Ah, that's it's, it's no problem. <laughs> okay, Craig, take it away. Oh, Cliff and Father Roderick, this is Craig calling from just a little north of Boston. I just got through listening to episode 78 of Balanced Living Monthly. I mean, weekly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> excellent episode. Uh, I actually called um, Father Roderick's uh, listener feedback yesterday because I was trying to track you guys down. I was wondering when the next episode was going to come out because uh, on his answering uh, machine, I said that the biggest loser... I uh, need some need some talking. Uh, I want to uh, hear what you guys think about the current season. And then I heard Cliff on one of your podcasts that you weren't really interested in the Biggest Loser anymore. And I was kind of uh, bummed out by that. But um, um, looking forward to some feedback from you guys uh, on that because I told uh, Father Roderick that I'll co-host the show with him because I'm a huge <laughs> fan. And. Um, Speaking of working out, Father Roderick, it was great to hear that you're in the gym and you got to lose the um, self-conscious uh, thing going on there because in a gym, nobody cares about you. <laughs> it may sound harsh, but they're all there just concerned about themselves. So whatever stories you're dreaming up in your own head are just about you. Um, I have a psychology degree. And I have an exercise physiology degree. I don't work in those fields, but I stay current in those fields. And uh, that's what I like about The Biggest Loser, because I know anyone who's that heavy, they got that way for some reason. That's why I like Jillian's approach in the past, and I like Bob's approach, and Bob's on fire this season, by the way. But anyway, I look at those people, and uh, I say, that could be me. I try to really have empathy and say, if I didn't have the discipline that I have, that could be me because I can put the weight on real easy. I, I don't have a weight problem. I never have because I work hard every single day. But it's a recommitment every single day. Anyway, it's great to hear you too. You guys are great podcasters. I've now uh, started exploring some of your other shows. And um, I just love your attitude and uh, keep it up. See you guys. Bye. All right, Craig, thank you so much. I love it. So, balance living monthly. <laughs> <laughs> not happening. Uh, well, again, there too. It is not our intention, intention to skip weeks, but sometimes it just happens. And uh, oh, life gets in the way. After all, this is a show with two busy people. And, uh, well, every time, every every once in a while, we might skip a beat. But yeah. uh, we enjoy this way too much to make monthly the the the... Like the thing that we, you know, we we don't want this to be monthly because we enjoy it too much. Absolutely, I, I, I totally got a kick out of that. Uh, so so his thing is like uh, the Biggest Loser needs some talking. Mm-hmm. So so here here this is this is the thing, and 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 then of course if if I if I had any fear at all, which I don't, uh, but if I had any fear at all, it is like all of a sudden it's like, well, well if Cliff doesn't want to talk about, it, well, then I'll be your co-host. <laughs> I want to tell you, I. Father Roderick, is it going to sound horrible if I tell you I have zero interest in watching any episodes of Biggest Loser this season? No, but that's that you're entitled to your opinion. And I, uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I wonder, am I letting people and of course, I, I, I want to share this and I hope it comes out the right way. Mm-hmm. 
I there's a part of me that wonders, am I letting people down? And there's another part of me that is living free and balanced and saying to myself, well, if I may be letting people down, but I can't let that get in the way of how I approach my own pursuit of a balanced life. You know, I played this this feedback yesterday on, uh, or uh, similar feedback on my show yesterday. And, and what I tried to say, uh, this was on the break. What I said is like, both Cliff and I, are very are convinced of something very important to, when we do podcasts, and that is you always need to podcast about your passion. And if your heart is not in it, because you've moved on, because your 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 interests are shifting, then even if you have a huge audience, but if you cannot put your heart into what you do, then you shouldn't do it. And, and we've been, I think, very honest about this in in as re, in regards to other shows that we did. I mean, I was all about gosh, what have I done? Uh, Narnia, and I started this podcast, or the Pirates of the Caribbean, and then I just dropped it. Or even better example, uh, Farmville. I did a whole, I did like a hundred episodes about Farmville, and then I just lost interest. And I was like, I can't believe that I've been wasting so much time on this game. <laughs> and, but I had a huge audience for that show. Yeah. And so at first I felt guilty as I tried to get back into the game, and I was like, I cannot leave this audience hanging. And then I noticed trying to get back into the game, I was like, I don't care for this game anymore. I don't want to invest in this anymore. And so I stopped doing that show. Do I feel bad about it? Actually, no, because that, if I were to do that show, then I, I should have played the game. Otherwise, I cannot talk about it. Mm -hmm. But that would require a huge time investment on my end, and it would be something that I wouldn't enjoy. So that's kind of not honest. And the same is true, I, I said, you know, with, with The Biggest Loser. The both of us have kind of shifted the emphasis of the show and we started to uh, get some second thoughts about the, you know, the, just the lack of information in that show. Y you got to re remind yourself that this show takes about two hours to watch if you watch this on live television with all the commercials. So it's a huge time investment that we take away from other stuff that we could do. Um, and so... I think if we would just do shows because we because it's important, because there's an audience for it, we could probably work 24 hours a day and not be done. And so it's it's not really that I don't think that there should be a podcast or there shouldn't be a podcast about The Biggest Loser because I, I still believe that that, that that show is very important in getting people motivated to change their, their behavior and their life. But the question is more, should we be the people that make that show? Right. Or have we moved on and should we focus our interests on, on something else? Now, my opinion about Biggest Loser might be slightly different from, from yours, Cliff, but I, am, I, am I explaining this in the way that, you know, is, is this also the way you approach this? That is exactly, I mean, word for word, exactly how you phrased it is exactly my heart on the matter. And, 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 and it is. For me, it's, it's about creating content about things that I'm passionate about. And and I and I want to emphasize. I think Biggest Loser is a great show. I I think that it it does a wonderful thing in our culture and has helped a lot of people. And 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 there have been many times that it's personally been a motivating factor for me in a very big way. Um and 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 I and I'm interested to hear because it sounds to me like you've watched a little bit of this season and I'm I'm eager to hear and maybe you might even be able to get me interested in and in checking it out again. But but what I've what I've done lately is I've felt a major shift in the way that I want to spend my time 
away from television because I already watch way so I watch so much television or had been watching so much television. Yeah. And, and and you know what? I have this desire to to get productive, get get up early, be productive in the morning, get things started. And and at night I have a I have a desire to not work all night long. I have a desire to sp- to be spend more time as a husband and a father and not doing not having family time just in front of a television. And I have a desire to to renew my mind with uh, books and 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 other things. That that's where I've been spending a lot of my time is is in my Kindle, just reading. And and when I when it comes down to it, just thinking. I, and and I watch everything on DVR. So, but still with DVR, that's ninety minutes of content every single week. That's an hour and a half of my life every week. That I would need to do, and and to be honest with you, the only reason I would be watching Biggest Loser at this point is simply to to help uh, fulfill some of the expectations of our audience that we would talk about this show. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's 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 correct, and uh, the, I think the confusing part of it is that we kept posting these episodes also to the Biggest Loser fan podcast feed. And so in that respect, that's kind of not really appropriate anymore. That's kind of how I feel about it. It's like, we should perhaps stop doing that and just move over to Balanced Living Weekly and who knows, find another way to uh, just end the series, end the podcast, uh, wrap it up, or or, uh, as our our listener suggested, uh, you know, get some other people to do it. I'm fine with that too. Um, as long as it's it serves uh, an audience and it helps people stay motivated, um, you know that, that again. The, the the important thing is something might be good and in itself uh, and a virtue even to do, but that is not necessarily why we should be doing that. Right. There is, uh, you know, we, we always have to kind of re-question what is currently my mission in life, what are my priorities, and what should I opt for, and and where is my heart. And if your heart is not in the things you do, then you set yourself up for failure. Yeah. Yep. So with that being said, I I am interested. Uh, I I mean, obviously, uh, when Craig said that Bob Harper is on fire this season, somebody in the chat room said, uh, I can mom is in the chat room. She says, yes, he is. Uh, So Father Roderick, please tell me, what are your thoughts of this season so far of The Biggest Loser, of what you've seen? Uh, I've seen the first three episodes now. I have not seen this week's episode yet. Um, this is, of course, the big changing se- se- uh, season with uh, Jillian being absent, and then they have two new trainers, uh, Anna 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 Kornikova, uh, the former tennis uh, champion, and uh, this other guy. Uh, gosh, what's his name again? The um, bodybuilder guy. Yeah, uh, he's great. The, the both of them are great, uh, and and so the whole season is built up like you've got these three different age groups, and they're competing against each other. And Anna has the oldest group. Bob has the middle group, the black team, and then the new trainer. Gosh, why can't I remember his name? Uh, how embarrassing. I'm just quickly going to Google that. Actually, I should have someone else Google that in the chat room. Uh, but anyway, uh, so he has the youngest group. And everybody expected the youngest group to make the, much, the most progress. But actually, the middle group is uh, uh, with Bob's group is, uh, is, has been very consistent in uh, dropping the pounds. What I, uh, what I like about this season actually is, um, I like the new trainers. Uh, actually I like 
I need to know his name. I'm is now. It, is it Dol Dolvet? There you go, Dolvet. That it's comes from I Can Mom in the GSPN chat room. There you go, Dolvet. Yeah, it's not a familiar name to me, <laughs> but um, Dolvet is a great guy. He is this very. He has. He combines kind of this. Uh, uh, he's personable. He is likable. I think. But when he's in the gym, he turns into this yelling uh, kind of military guy. And uh, But he gets results. He is definitely, I think, a, a great replacement for the energy that Jillian brought to the gym. And I didn't expect that. And I love that combination. And actually, the participants also kind of like that, that, you know, he can be very nice. And the moment you step into the gym, he turns into this workout monster <laughs> who pushes them and, and they need it. So I like that. I like the fact that he is kind of a surprising, surprisingly good guy. And um, he, too, is, is great in his comments. You know, when they film the trainers uh, in between the various segments, you always are looking for some, you know, a, a good observation or some good comments and kind of Bob has been doing this for so many years. So his stuff is always good. I mean, he always has something to say and it always makes sense. Anna Kornikova, uh, on the contrary, is not very good. He, he, she is kind of very emotional all the time. She doesn't seem to, at least the way that she's portrayed, it doesn't show her as someone who reflects much on what she's doing, she seems to be brought in more for the kind of emotional feminine angle to the whole show. And it starts to irk me a little bit because the first two weigh-ins, her results were terrible and her, she already lost like two or three participants. And it's only in the last episode, like last week's episode, that, that her team actually had good results and she beat uh, Dolvet's team. But Dolvet is great as a trainer and he's great as a television personality. So... I, when I see that guy, I am actually getting in a mood to work out. Right. And that's, that's, that's the kind of quality that I think a trainer needs. And that was absolutely lacking last year in those two new trainers. I was like, there's, you know, they just didn't seem to be up for the task. And the Dolvet definitely seems to, to, uh, to be great for this. And yeah, Anna Kornikova, kind of disappointed so far, but again, she might, uh, she might cater to uh, uh, the female audience. I don't know. Yeah, well, but, um, I do want to say that uh, Stephen. Well, she might cater to the male audience as well. <laughs> the younger. But anyway, uh, Stephen Cross says that Anna does have the fifty plus people, so the 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 older group. Yes. Yes. So, and and uh, but the, the the combination of her with the older group, she's already she's not very energetic in her presentation. She her voice is very low, so when she's training people. She's almost whispering. Yeah, and yeah. so you, I miss that energy that Jillian gave in her workouts. There was some, some punch in there. And then she works with these older people and they too seem to kind of like mellow in their energy. And so the whole combination to me doesn't really work. Uh, whereas Dolvet, he's like, ah, like, yeah, man, come on. And he, he gets results. And so I'm excited about that. What I also like is, is, is the, the participants. We've always said that this show is as much about working out and losing weight as it is about the, the, the individual stories of the, of the participants. And uh, we, they are really dialing it in in a way that they don't stray from the established routine and the format of the show. So... The stories you hear are kind of familiar and even the way that they are told in the moments that we get to see their uh, backstory 
uh, it's, it's kind of predictable, but I still like those stories. And it was, you know, you, you gradually get to learn some of these characters. You see a guy who is clearly a control freak, but also is very heavily focused on the gameplay. You see the reactions from the other people of, of his team and they hate it and they don't like it. And then uh, you've got the story about a, one of the guys from the red team and he tells this, I thought, a very emotional story or, or at least it shocked me. It's like, looks like a totally normal guy and he ta start, starts talking about his youth and how, you know, he um, he was with uh, friends and he, he got beat up by his parents. Uh really m maltreated and uh, uh and then he always thought as a child that that was normal and then his friends in school told him well this is not normal and so you you get to know you you suddenly kind of relive that childhood that he must have had uh where uh, it was never good enough and so he overcompensates because of that and and there's this other character that i think is or character this other uh she she's a journalist and she's always been in television and she's been traveling the world and doing lots of in, in, uh, interesting things and now she's at a point in her life where she's so unhealthy and so obese that she's at a crossroads and you, and she is actually struggling with the question who am i and who do I want to be for the rest of my life? And she gets this terrible news from they go to the doctor, you know, and, and and she's shattered. And it's genuine emotion. It's not played. It's not, it's not uh, hyped up by the uh, by by the the show itself. Um, and it, it just draws me in. I want. I now want to see what happens to her. And she gets amazing results. She's actually injured. She has a knee problem, and so she cannot do any running, anything else. And yet she she has tremendous results in the third week. And I was like, wow, I am impressed by that person. And I kind of can relate to that story. And so there, there have been a couple of, of people portrayed already in flashbacks or in stories that they tell about their, you know, how they got to the point of being obese and being so unhealthy. And um, they're good stories. They're good people. And that that is kind of why I keep watching it. It's like I care uh, about their journey now that I get to know them a little bit. And actually it happens faster than in previous seasons. Well, that's like, previous seasons, it took forever to get to know these people. And I kept forgetting, you know, who is who. And I didn't like the teams. And this, this is another one of those seasons where there are a lot of likable people and including one who sacrifices himself. And we've seen this in the past before where, you know, it was like, there's this black team and they, they're the middle-aged group with Bob. And there's this incredible bond between them. After after three weeks, these these are like family to each other. And then they lose uh, a challenge and they have to send someone away. And the distress in that group and like no one wants to send someone else away. And you're like, oh my God, this is so cruel. And then there's this one guy who says, you know, just vote for me. I am, I, you know, I'll, I'll make it. I'll get, and I love that. And yeah, it's it's yeah. that that's the kind of heroism, uh, self sacrifice, that uh, I think uh, makes this show uh, a, a good show. And and some some seasons are great, other seasons are kind of meh. It it all depends on the chemistry, I think, uh, with the people that are in the house. But uh, so far, I'm I'm enjoying it. Although I have to say again, it is a huge time investment to watch these uh, these show and shows. And so last week. Or this past week, actually, I caught up with the three, uh, watching the 
two, week two and week three while I was actually playing a game on a computer and I had two windows open. I was playing a game in one, in one screen just to <laughs> kind of give myself the idea that I was actually doing something useful rather than just watching The Biggest Loser. Of course, gaming does not really <laughs> be doing something useful, but yeah. anyway. I don't know. I, I, for me, I, I hear everything that you're saying and, and man, yeah, it sounds like it's a, it's a very intriguing season. You know but what? It's nothing like, it's nothing that you haven't seen before, Cliff. I know that's, that, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, you know, it, it, there, I, I really got into last season. I really loved Hannah and Elizabeth or uh, Olivia. They were my favorites and it's just like just watching them. And I remember, you know, going back a couple seasons and just, you know, Felipe and, and, mm -hmm. uh, it, there's, I mean, you really get, and, and of course, nobody has ever inspired me more than Danny, you know, the, yeah. oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. And, and so I, I mean, certainly this, you know, I've, I felt a connection. It's just, why can't they just be an hour a week? You know, why, what, wh you know, what is it with these television shows here? And at least here in the United States, it's two hours. And then there's like, you know, what is an American? I is two hours, one night, and then two hours a night. That's four Ugh. hours of your life every uh -huh. week. That's why I can't watch those shows because I'm not inter interested enough to sacrifice so much time. I know, but it, it just, I wish that was like a uh, like a forty minute rundown of every episode. I would, I, was, I, I would, would if it, you know, if Biggest Loser could have just like a condensed, you know, forty minute pure clip show of yeah. of the highlights, the 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 things that would just that would be amazing. I just think you know it, it's just so drawn out. And you could do it because I zone out during half of the things. Yeah. You know, you always have the recap of last week. And then in the second hour, they do a recap of the first hour. Yeah. Talk about redundancy. Then they have all the advertisements, you know, the the uh, uh, the product placement, mm -hmm. which is now taken over by Dolphet mostly. <laughs> and and they, they try to, it's even more forced and kind of fake than it used to be. Because they're trying to make it part of the narrative and it just fails miserably. Yeah. Uh, if you take that out. And then, of course, you've got all the work, the last chance workout. I've seen that a hundred times, you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay. I hear just a lot of yelling and a lot of grunting. And it's like, okay, whatever. Let me just kill some orcs in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> Same grunting. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yes. Then the Steven, Steven in our chat room, he says, can we just get a 15 minute version of this show? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he says, laughing out loud, just kidding. Oh my gosh. Well, you have the two twice, uh, two speed button on your, <laughs> on your podcast. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing, and of course, this comes down to the whole question of audio versus video. The thing is, there's so much you can do with audio on just in the background that yeah. you can't do with video. And, and I, I don't know that I, I wonder, I don't think that I could actually, I don't think it would make the same if I just took the audio of biggest loser and just oh. listen to the audio. No, I don't think you, you, because you wouldn't recognize the characters and you don't, there is something of visual. Yeah. Oh, and then talk about the weigh in uh, about something we've seen over and over and yeah, over. And the, and the way weigh in's what? 30 yeah. minutes. I usually just skip ahead to the the revelation because I, I I hate that kind of. They always do the same thing before they go into a commercial break. You see like the number kind of fade out, so you don't see what the result is, and then they put in some random shot of uh, Bob or one of the other trainers looking disappointed, elated, excited, and it's always the opposite opposite of what actually is the result on the scale. Yeah, and I, it's like, come on, guys. Yeah, it's uh, well, so yeah. The way they, they they and, and they always make you uh they do the um 
the situation leading up to the commercial, they they do the, it's like, and, and this is what you need and this is what you got to do. And they show them walking up to the scale and then they do the <laughs> beep, 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 beep. And then they come back and it's like, and this is what you need. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> it's like, come on. We just went backwards 90 seconds. So uh, I think if you would just take out the the bits that are really good, you'd probably end up with about half an hour of television. But that doesn't sell ads. No, so. yeah, it wouldn't make good money doing half hour uh, ads. Yeah. Anyway, fun stuff. Well, I'll just keep watching. I'll keep watching the show because I enjoy it. And well, we'll have to think about what we do with the Biggest Loser, you know, the the, the, the podcast or the feed, and see see how we how we can uh, what we do with it. Yeah, we'll do something. I'll just keep it open. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's move on to um, uh, some more feedback, if that's okay with you. Please, yes. All right. So this is Carol. She called um, about after we did the Juice Fast, um, the the movie that we talked about. So oh, let's yeah. play this feedback. Hey, this is Carol from Louisiana. I'm calling for Balanced Living Weekly. I wanted to make a comment about the movie Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. Um, I watched it uh, the other day and really enjoyed it actually um the results were amazing to me and i am thinking about trying uh like a 10-day fast with drinking the juices if i do i will let y'all know how that goes and i uh thanks for recommending that movie i really love balance living weekly and i will talk to y'all later bye carol thank you so much um Obviously, I think that's exciting to to know that that the the movie was inspiring to you. I I've, I happen to have met Carol personally. She came to uh, a gspn.tv community meetup here, and um, you know, my, any anybody out there, and this isn't just for Carol, but anybody who who has been inspired by that movie and wants to do something like ten days of fasting of any kind, uh, certainly just make sure that you you see your doctor and and clear everything through them and stuff like that. But I think that's exciting and and I know that she left this feedback a long time ago so my question Carol is did you go through with the fast the, the juice fast and and can you call us back and let us know what the results are mm. and and if you didn't um you know that, I mean don't feel guilty or anything like that but uh I would love to know because you know the feedback has been sitting there for probably a couple of weeks before I finally got around to to editing mm-hmm I've, I've never Never, uh, I, I didn't buy a juicer after that movie. I, I just tried out a little bit of blending with a blender, but uh, I stopped doing that as well. I have to be honest. I just couldn't really uh, get used to the the taste of all that. I don't know. Like, like it's not really salty. It's just it tastes like veggies and then veggies without preparation. I don't know. It's healthy, I know, but... You know, I wonder, and of course, I, be, I would have to think that there's there's a difference between actually going through and, and having a juicer and having blended veggies. I, yeah, oh, I, definitely. I, I mean, I, I think the juice is much easy, easier to to get rid of. I mean, the blend, it, it, it just turns into this very gooey, no, well, not even gooey. It's just this very uh, condensed kind of, it's, it's, it's almost like, vegetable porridge and it's just not appealing yeah and taste i i think I, I would probably do better with with actually a the juice that comes from a juicer than the results that would come from from a blender so i i could see so, that being a it's so it's so, you need so many veggies for I just know. 
lots of, uh, of vegetable juice. And I was like, I'm not sure if I want to invest so much money into it. Yeah. I, I, and I wonder, you know, of course, you, you don't get the same benefits if you uh, do the, you know, the the V8, you know, the the the, oh, no, fruit, no. the vegetable juice that you get in the store that's been processed. And that, I, I think it's processed and uh, it's it's um, I think the biggest problem with those juices is that they're full of salt or yeah. sodium. And so that's definitely not good for you. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, nothing beats the, the fresh stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, but I I have to say that just doing the research on the the whole juice stuff has taught me a lot of things about vegetables and which ones you actually are uh, better to cook. Like I never knew that 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 tomato tomatoes instead of eating them raw, it's actually better to cook tomatoes because the the, the concentrated tomato has much more antioxidants than the the raw tomatoes. And so that's kind of stuff. And and which fruits and vegetables you can and which you can't and shouldn't combine that's all stuff that i learned from the in, in the process after you know just watching the movie and doing some research online but i i still just prefer uh adding lots of veggies to my meals and actually that's that's another um uh, result of me watching that documentary i've been adding so many vegetables to my regular meals and, and, and they're dinners so uh but i would instead of let's say like 50% rice, 50% vegetables. I now do like 70 to 80% vegetables and just 20% rice. And so it's much more fiber, more, uh, more vitamins and less calories because rice is, uh, you know, just adds a lot of calories to your meal. And so, and I, I, I stay full. I feel full just as much as, as when I, I had eaten rice. So yeah, I did pick up on some stuff, but mm, the juicer, perhaps not. Perhaps someday. Well, I have an awesome piece of audio feedback here from Willie, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this next. This is very inspiring stuff right here. Hey, Cliff from Father Roderick. This is Willie from Beaumont, Texas. I just wanted to leave a little audio feedback, and I kind of wanted to share my journey of losing weight. I actually started this year. Uh, January 6, 2011. I've never shared this before, but I actually started my weight loss journey at 492 pounds. Yeah, that is a lot of weight for one person. Yeah, I started at 492. Uh, as of today, um, today, as I'm recording this, is August 24th, 2011. I have lost 149.6 pounds. Yeah. 149.6 pounds and all I've been doing is getting on the treadmill uh, five to six days a week and just walking. I've done a little bit of weights but I haven't done much. I've done mostly just treadmill. That's pretty much it. I, uh, On the nutrition side I stay under about 2,000 calories and I use lose it a lot for the calorie counting um, kind of keeping track of what I'm eating, um, things like that. And I use RunKeeper for just to keep a track of my workouts along with Lose It. That keeps my workouts as well. And I just try to keep those um, in combination of each other just to kind of see where I'm at and kind of see where I need to go um, further in my workouts. But I can contribute that to Maggie and Rachel from Girls Night Radio because they are the ones that kind of got me started. Also, Cliff was one the one of the ones that got me started too because Cliff was talking about just walking to get his exercise in. So that's kind of how I started. So it's not hard. It's it, it's a journey though. It's It takes a little 
of building a habit to kind of get it down. But I mean, other than that, it's not hard. It just have to kind of want to be healthy and lose weight. So that's that's what I suggest. So so that's all I have to say. And um, I listen to the show. This is my first time calling. So, um, yeah. You guys keep up the good work. You're you're doing a really good thing here. So uh, other than that, I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Willie, thank you so much. Father Ryder, uh, can you believe that? Uh, Starts in January at 492 pounds. And by August, what is that? Seven months later, Uh he lost 150 pounds. Wow. And And I'm baffled. And it's walking. (sighs) Unbelievable. I love it. What a great uh, illustration of your theory <laughs> that just by walking alone, you can get the pounds off. You don't need to be an athlete to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's amazing. Well, I, it, I'm curious to know because he said, you know, I, I, uh, I listened to, uh, to Cliff and to this other show and that got me started. But I, I'm always wondering, so was there anything else? Like, uh, what made you make that decision that that's the trigger, but what was the actual kind of drive to go through this process of changing and becoming a healthier person? What's your, what keeps you motivated? That, that's always what I find the most fascinating about the stories at The Biggest Loser. It's like you, you get to understand what triggers these people to change their lives. And I'm always curious to, to if this, this is such a huge change in your life and, you're, you're gaining years every month, actually. Like every month that you spend doing this healthy lifestyle, you'll probably gain a few years back of your life. Yeah. So what is what keeps you going? I'd, I'd love to hear uh, about that as well in, in the feedback. Well, and not only that, it's been since August since he left that feedback. So I wonder where he is today. I mean, ha- has he gained some back? Has he continued to lose? Um, uh, I'll tell you what, let, let's see. I know who this is. It's Willie Gillis, the third. Uh, you can find him on Twitter, twitter.com slash W-G-I-L-L-I-S. Again, that's W-G-I-L-L-I-S. So uh, twitter.com slash W-Gillis. Um, and, and Willie, I, I, maybe we could bring him on uh, and, and bring him into a future episode of Balanced Living Weekly and just ask him and interview him, give, get an update. Yeah. So Willie, if you're listening... Uh, please do us a favor and and uh, email me cliff at gspn.tv and uh, we'll we'll see if we can't schedule that because I know he'd love it and 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 I just want to point out one thing here real quick and not that I need to to uh, um, you know give reasons or excuses for why I do the things that I do but here's the situation do you do you realize this is October 13th he left that feedback in August and it's just now getting played along with a bunch of other this this is because this has been sitting in my feed ma- feedback email inbox forever because I don't know if you heard but that audio feedback um it was uh his feedback if I actually click play again I will know hey, Cliff. it's two his feedback that I just played is two minutes and 14 seconds right. the original feedback was a was nearly five minutes in length okay so you need you had to edit it down exactly time Exactly. Yeah. So I, I I took that from nearly five minutes and brought it down to two minutes and 14 minutes or t- two minutes and 14 seconds. And and one of the things is, is that I've just never had the time to to take these, you know, three minute plus voicemails and go in and process and edit them down so that they're consumable for the shows. 
And and now that I'm actually saying no to other things, mm-hmm. I have the time to do the things that are most important. And and I think it's extremely important and valuable uh, to to bring in the the audience voice. And and I felt I felt like I've been neglecting that by just letting these things pile up. And so uh, you know, not not that I need any reason to tell people why I'm not going to spend 90 minutes every week watching this television show or uh, why I quit. I mean, I literally I, I've I've quit watching some other shows that we used to podcast about. I'm not even finishing those shows. I'm I'm just done with them, and and uh, it's freed up a lot of my life, and and I'm happy about it. Yeah, but Willie, please do uh, contact me. I'd love to get you on here. All right. Um, I'll tell you what. We're at forty-eight minutes. Do we want to go one more? I've got two more pieces of audio feedback. We could either go one more or just leave the other two for next week. And let's do one more, All and right. then we'll invite people to send us some fresh email, some fresh feedback, preferably under two minutes. Yeah, t- yeah, two minutes or less would be perfect. And Otherwise, it'll get played around Easter. <laughs> well, actually, I will tell you this: <laughs> that if you do go over, uh, I I preview every single voicemail, and I'm doing pretty good. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, voicemail feedback has become a top priority for me from this point forward. And uh, it's 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 overtaking some of my other stuff that I used to do. So uh, we'll go with Amanda. Amanda, take it away. Hi, Cliff and Father Roderick. This is Amanda from the greater Boston area, and I'm calling with feedback for the Balanced Living Weekly podcast. First, I just wanted to thank you guys for the podcast. I really enjoy listening to you guys when I'm doing some of my workouts and look forward to hearing how you guys are doing and what you'll be talking about. And uh, today, I just wanted to share a little of my journey and my goals. Last spring, I got back into running after a 10-year hiatus, and my goal was to run another marathon. And when I started, I couldn't even run for 30 minutes. So I was really starting from scratch. Uh, but I you know, worked up to jogging for 30 minutes and kept going from there. And this past May, I ran the Cleveland Marathon, and I finished in 4 hours and 14 minutes. So I was very happy with my time. And as I was looking back at my training and everything, one of the things I realized that I wanted to mention is that usually in the winter I feel exhausted. And as I thought about the training months, I realized that not once had I thought this past winter that I felt exhausted. And that's that I was doing those long runs every weekend. Uh, So that is enough to motivate me to keep running. And as I like goals, I was trying to think of some new running goals. But uh, more 20-mile runs is not high on my list. So I wasn't sure about another marathon. But then I heard about the Hanson training program, which Father Roderick is, I think, the one you're doing. And so I'm thinking of running the Cape Cod Marathon in October. I'll probably sign up for it. And my goal would be just to pace myself. I am terrible at pacing uh, when I'm training, when I'm running uh, the race. I always start out way too fast, and then by the time I finish, my legs are just like lead. So if I could just pace myself better, that would be a big accomplishment. And one last thing I wanted to mention, uh, there was a caller asking for advice uh, before training for a marathon, and this was something I wish somebody had told me at the beginning, and that is that if you've never been fitted for running shoes, highly recommend going to a specialty store and getting fitted. I don't know if you did that, Father Roderick. I never had. I always thought, why do I need somebody to tell me what pair of shoes uh, to buy? But as my brother-in-law told my sister, if you're going to be doing that much running, you should at least make sure that you have the right pair of sneakers for you. 
And that's good advice. Thank you guys for the podcast. And what is it you say? Stay balanced. Thank you very much, Amanda. That is awesome. She said that she could just barely run for 20 minutes when she started and she completed an entire marathon in what, four hours and 15 minutes. That is an amazing time. Wow. Huh. That is inspiring. Now I want to go get back on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> that With is awesome. My green shoes that I actually bought in a specialty store and the guy told me, I'd rather have you walk on shoes that are good for your feet than in shoes that are good for fashion. And that's why I'm running in green shoes because they're actually good for my feet. Nice. <laughs> I do know that they actually have uh, some specialty shops here in our area where you go in and they actually make you get on a treadmill and walk yeah. in the shoes. Yes, and they will They will uh, sometimes film you yeah. run a little bit and so they can see if you need like correction because some people, their feet are not entirely level and so you sometimes need shoes that help you kind of, otherwise you can you can ruin your knees. If you run on the wrong type of shoes, you can actually really damage your, your knees pretty badly and get an injury. And that's why, you, again, if it's just for small a little bit of, of, of training, then it's not too much of a problem. But as soon as you go over like 10 minutes of running, I would definitely get uh, uh, shoes that, that are uh, uh, adapted to your own personal running style. And, uh, and sometimes they will come up with these very obscure brands and you've never heard of them. Don't go for the, you know, don't spend too much on shoes either, especially if you're just beginning. Just ask for, you know, what are affordable shoes that will prevent me from getting injuries because you know they have shoes especially for these geeky runners that like the newest technology and they've like extra martian nasa developed uh, feathers in them and well, i don't know what would <laughs> manufactured on pluto um you you pay for mostly for the for the for the hype for the there's a lot of kind of uh i don't know just kind of <laughs> Stu stupidity that you that that is just part of the whole game of you know the people want to have the latest and the greatest but around a hundred bucks that's a very reasonable price probably even below a hundred bucks like around 80 bucks you can probably get some good running shoes i would say if you stay if you stay around 100 and you get some good advice you can get a very very good pair of shoes very cool well, I'll tell you what, that's one of the things I definitely need to go out and do is get a get a new pair of shoes because I'm tired of these little squeaky things that I got now. I've I, <laughs> I've walked them so much that they squeak when I walk. <laughs> it's not cool. In fact, it's one of the reasons why I don't like recording Pursuing a Balanced Life right now. I go out and I'm like, squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> it's squeaking. Yeah. And then you always have the dog attacking you or barking at you. <laughs> it's know. like it, almost in every episode, they're like, <laughs> you can hear the tremble in your voice. And you're just like, <laughs> no, I get away. <laughs> Uh, it's too funny. Well, I'll tell you what, Lee, Andrew, I just want to say I have your voicemail and uh, I'm going to start things off next week on Balanced Living Weekly. Uh, and uh, maybe even Father Roderick, I can tell you right now, the question is, how do we stay motivated? Once, let's just say we, we, we've, gotten, we've gotten inspired to go and do something. And then all of a sudden it's like we do it for a while and then we fall off the, the track. And then all of a sudden something happens and we're inspired to do it again. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, but how do we, once, once we're inspired, what are some ideas? What are some things we can do to stay motivated? That's going to be next week's focus. I think, what do you think? Love that question. If Very any, question. And if anybody has things that you do that keep you motivated, 
the things that work for you to keep you motivated, to keep you going day after day, call us and let us know. 859-795-4067. 859-795-4067. And Father Roderick, I am going to make a commitment right here, right now, that I am going to be... I'm going to be able to tell you that I worked out a minimum of three days and hopefully five days either out doing physical activity, out walking through the neighborhood or at the gym between now and next one, or next Thursday. Well, great. I guess I'll have to promise the same thing. <laughs> I will, I'll go back to my gym and try out some more of those, uh, of those torture machines there. Awesome. Well, my friends, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to hearing from you. Again, it's 859-795-4067, and until next time, we encourage you to stay balanced.